Hey guys, welcome to Thrive with Dyslexia, where we give practical advice to parents who have children or teens with dyslexia and other learning differences. So today we're going to talk about the signs of dyslexia, specifically the very early signs. You know, hindsight is 2020, and in my experience as a mom, I have been able to see many of the signs in my kids after the fact, you know, from when they were very young and I didn't notice. I wasn't always as knowledgeable about dyslexia as I am today. I was once a worried mom, not sure what I was supposed to do or if there was anything I could do to help. So I've been raising children for 17 years and I've spent almost 10 years now studying and researching dyslexia and everything that goes along with it. I feel like I've left no stone unturned in my quest for knowledge. And, you know, I'm always so thankful when someone comes out with a new book or new technology to help others. It's just so great. Uh, so it can be difficult for some to see the signs and symptoms in a younger child because the signs might look like things that a lot of young children do. So like when a child is learning to tie their shoe or when they're learning to write letters, they might make them backwards. Unfortunately, I think people get caught up in wanting these things to be normal or nothing to worry about. So they brush them off with the hope these issues disappear on their own. And obviously we don't want to compare our kids to other kids because, you know, in all fairness, everyone progresses at their own pace. But it's important to know what milestones your child might be missing. So then they can get some one-on-one -on -one assistance and then reach those milestones. And if you didn't know already, dyslexic kids tend to be of average to above average intelligence. So it might actually appear kind of strange to you as a parent that they struggle with some of these things because you see how intelligent they are and how capable they are of doing a lot of other things. So let's get to the early signs of dyslexia. Difficulty learning nursery rhymes and copying the rhyming. Difficulty paying attention, sitting still, listening to stories. They like listening to stories, but they show no interest in letters or words. They have difficulty learning to sing or recite the alphabet. There's a history of slow speech development. So if you notice that they're almost three years old before they really start to speak in full sentences, um, that could be um, an, an issue there. Um, one of the things they could do is muddle words. So they might say cucumber instead of cucumber or flutterby instead of butterfly. We had one of our kids would say marote and that was for the TV remote. We always thought that was really cute. Um, but then we realized it was her sign of dis one of her signs of dyslexia. Um, they have difficulty keeping simple rhythm. They might find it hard to carry out two or more instructions at one time. So if you could say, put the toys in the box, then put it on the shelf, that's fine. But if you said, put the toys in the box, then put it on the shelf, and then please make your bed, they would find it difficult to remember to do the first task and then also do the second task. If they forget the names of their friends, their teacher, the colors, the shapes. Another sign is if they have poor auditory discrimination. So they can't hear the difference between short A and short E. And we actually, our youngest daughter, this happened to her. Um, she has auditory processing disorder. She has two, two different types. And one of, the, <clears throat> one of the types actually 
she had hearing aids for because she couldn't um, she couldn't hear us when she, it, there was a lot of loud noises around. So if we were out in the yard um, and, we went, and we you know saw that she was going to be doing something dangerous, you know maybe falling or she'd trip over something, you know we would try to call out to her, but she couldn't hear us. Um, so we actually got her hearing aids for her safety because she just couldn't differentiate between any sounds. They all kind of sounded at the same volume. Um, so that was one of the things that we had for her. Um, back to the list though, um, they have difficulty cutting and coloring with crayon in comparison with kids their own age. Um, difficulty dressing themselves. So we talked before about tying their shoes. They might have trouble with buttons, um, that kind of thing. They might have difficulty in catching, kicking, or throwing a ball. So they really struggle with that coordination. They often trip or bump into things and fall over, so, you know, pretty clumsy. They have difficulty hopping or skipping. And then the last one on my list is they have obvious good and bad days for no reason. One day they could do something, and then the next day they just can't do it. So that's a pretty lengthy list, I think, of things to, to look out for. And your child doesn't have to have all of these. There could just be one thing that you notice that you know you realize isn't doesn't really ever get better. It's just kind of worth looking into if you're um, a little concerned. And one thing that I recommend, when these signs are seen, you should try to address them right away. Not necessarily with a doctor at first, but maybe you know just as a mom or dad. Keep a journal of the things you notice over a short period of time. If you do need to consult a professional, doctors can help a lot more when they have a better idea of the things that you've noticed. So if you have that journal, you would be able to show them that they've been going on for quite some time. So when you're trying to figure out if this issue they're having is typical for a young child or if it's something more to worry about, the first thing to ask yourself is, is there a family history of dyslexia or a learning difference of some sort? If there is, then you should definitely take these subtle signs seriously and just have things checked out. Family history, at least in my experience with my own kids, is very strong. If your child can't do a certain thing, sit down and teach them. Do whatever that thing is for five minutes each day to see if it makes a difference over the next couple of weeks. You know, for two or three weeks, if a child is rote taught how to write letters and they still consistently make mistakes after that, then that's definitely a sign that things should get checked out. If a child's taught repeatedly over a couple of weeks' time to tie their shoe and they still can't do it without some trouble, it really could be a sign of an issue at that point. And a little tip here. If you notice an issue like backwards letters or difficulty rhyming or tying shoes and you don't do anything to try to teach them these things, you won't know the reason why they can't do it. You'll always end up wondering, is it because no one's teaching them or is it because they have dyslexia? What I know from my experience with my dyslexic kids is that repeating the same thing over and over doesn't necessarily mean that they will catch on and know how to do it. And I know that might sound kind of strange, but until they are taught in the manner that they learn, they won't catch on to some of these things. And there might be some things that take years and years to learn. And also, sometimes, there's multiple learning differences in a child, and until we take care of one issue, the other issues can't be solved. It's seriously like solving a puzzle. 
I actually have a YouTube video on my YouTube channel, Thrive with Dyslexia. The video is called The Importance of Solving the Puzzle of Dyslexia. And it just shows a visual representation of what happens to a child when nobody puts their pieces together properly. So now that you know the early signs to watch for, and you know that family history plays a huge role, I hope you feel informed and empowered to help your child. We as parents have so much power to help. And in our own way, we can make a difference for our kids. I encourage you to grab a copy of my guided workbook for parents, Adapt Your Life for Dyslexia and Other Learning Differences. It's available on Amazon. It's gonna help you sort out the learning differences. It'll help you get to know your child well, and you're gonna be able to create a home environment for them where they feel safe, loved, and supported. I want nothing more than for kids to get identified early. So then they have the right support at home and in their school environment, whatever that looks like. Remember, good intentions don't guarantee good outcomes. We need to know the right things to do for our dyslexic kids so they can reach their full potential. Thanks so much for listening today. Reach out to me at thrivewithdyslexia.com or email me at andrea at thrivewithdyslexia.com. Take care, guys.